Welcome to Episode 10 of the World Library Podcast. Today, I talk with WLP artist Mikey Needleman. Raised in Kansas City, Kansas, Mikey Needleman began playing and writing music at the age of 12 after his father gave him a guitar and a few lessons. From there, he taught himself every instrument he could get his hands on. By the time he was in high school, Mikey had been in countless bands, but didn't start really singing until his later years of high school, when he began to lead praise and worship from time to time at local youth groups, retreats, and churches. Mikey then discovered the power of musical performance when he found a way to pay for college by performing around campus several times a week, developing a diehard fan base. As his solo act grew, so did his desire to form a band. The Mikey Needleman Band was formed in 2006. Their energy and passion gave live performances an exciting edge in the local scene. After graduation, Mikey moved back to Kansas City and became the youth minister at his home parish where he started Sunday evening contemporary masses. The band continued to expand and recorded an EP in 2008 called Waiting for You and began playing hundreds of shows per year. In 2011, with World Library Publications, Mikey recorded All For You, a six-song worship record. The four-piece Mikey Needleman Band is now a staple in the Midwest music scene, playing youth rallies, masses, retreats, summer camps, weddings, and just about every setting where live music is needed. In 2016, Mikey served as the music director for the National Religious Vocation Conference Convocation in Overland Park, Kansas. Currently, he serves as the worship director for St. John Paul II Catholic Parish in Olathe, Kansas. I caught up with Mikey at the Santa Clara Faith Formation Conference, which was held in early December 2018, where this interview was recorded. Hi, Mikey. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Absolutely. It's great to be here. Great. I want to start by asking you, what is your uh, background in music? How did you get started as a musician? So I was always um, grow- growing up around music. My dad was a musician, and we always had you know little keyboards and pianos and instruments around the house. So um, I would always just kind of tinker around with them. Um, and it wasn't maybe until I was in uh, like fifth grade. I was about 12 years old, and my, my dad just gave me one of his guitars. And uh, while mm-hmm. that guitar was... I was allowed to play that guitar anytime I wanted to, but when he made it mine, that's when... I really got interested in learning, and he taught me a few chords here and there, and um, I, I just fell in love with it. I ended up kind of teaching myself everything that I heard, so um, you know, learning um, by ear was was my, my first thing. Um, my parents always uh, encouraged you know me and my music. So when I asked for uh, you know a bass guitar, you know the next Christmas they, they got me one, and that was kind of an easier transition uh, to go from guitar to bass. But uh, then I really wanted drums the next year, and I ended up getting drums for Christmas as well. And I taught myself you know some things there and uh, keys and all that stuff. Really, just anything that made music, I got excited. And then um, you know shortly after um, you know getting involved with music, my parents bought me a little four track uh, recorder. So that's why I started yeah. doing kind of all the different. Um, you know, parts and everything and, and writing music and at a really young age, you know, just experimenting, having fun, um, obviously with, you know, wide eyes, excited to hopefully maybe be a musician someday. And so uh, that's how I got into it. Um, and my dad was a huge influence in that. Wow. Do you remember the first song you wrote? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I forget the name of it, but the words were, I think I'm going crazy anytime now. I think I'm going crazy. I'm going to have a cow. 
<laughs> I mean, this was this is like yeah, like fifth grade. You of know? course, yeah. I'm barely, right. I'm not even, I'm barely 13 years old, like trying to write, you know. And I was listening to, you know, punk music and stuff like that. So I was trying to write, you know, some, you know, songs about just being stir crazy and all that stuff. So that was, yeah, that's funny. I haven't <laughs> thought about that in a while. That's funny. <laughs> now, from 2006, when you formed the band, coming up seven years to 2013, when you joined World Library Publications, uh, your first album was called All for You. And uh, that's an extended player EP, which is for the listeners, that's a shortened album with five or six tracks. And uh, we're going to listen to a short clip of the song Your Love Will Reign Victorious. We come to seek you, Lord, with all our hearts and soul we know. You bring us hope and joy. that song Mikey so it's a great story it's actually now that I think about it it's kind of the inspiration of the entire album um, it, I was really really moved going to National Catholic Youth Conference when it was in Kansas City I'm from Kansas City and uh, I went uh, to the conference as a youth minister and being surrounded by you know 18 19 20,000 uh, young people that were all just on fire for the Lord and 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 singing and praising I, I was like you know I want to write music that um, that it fits here. I want exciting music that, that dives into the Catholic faith, that um, dives into the, the mystery and gets people excited. Um, mm -hmm. And that was really tugging on my heart. So uh, I wrote Your Love Will Reign Victorious. It was originally called Yamados a la Gloria, which was um, called to glory, which was the theme of the following year's NCYC. Mm -hmm. So I wrote this song as actually a submission for the theme song. Um, and uh, when it wasn't picked, I, I, I was told I was in the top five. I don't know how many people <laughs> gave that, but I got an email. I got proof that says I was in the top five. Um, when, it, when it wasn't picked, I, you know, I, I decided at that point, I was talking to my buddy, and I said, you know, what should I do with this song? And he's like, well, what happens if you, you know, did a whole record and put the song on it? And, you know, we, we decided we'd do that, and we decided we were going to kind of change it a little bit because um, it was very specific to NCYC, and we wanted this to be um, not as specific and more broad uh, to the entire church. So we changed the words to, Your Love Will Reign Victorious, um, and uh, that's kind of how that song came about, and uh, it's still one of my favorite songs I've ever written. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll do another song off the album. Here's a short clip of the song, Your Words. Your words, Lord, are spirit and Yeah. 
Tell us about that track. So Your Words was is a uh, responsorial psalm mm-hmm. um, that just came out of, uh, again, necessity to, for me to write. Um, I've found that I've written, um, I don't know, probably hundreds of psalm settings, you know, um, they, they change from cycle to cycle, year to year, mm-hmm. and I still find uh, there's some Sundays where I'm like, you know what, I don't have a setting that's my own, and I go ahead and write, write one. So that one was just uh, one that came up on a Sunday, and I, I thought that the melody that I came up with was really pretty. Um, I was really thankful that I, I really wanted to have a female voice on that song, so I asked my older sister uh, to sing on that with me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when you hear the female voice, that's my that's my older sister singing okay. it with me. So yeah, that's a responsorial psalm um, that I still use, you know, when that when that psalm comes up uh, in the you know, in the rotation of the of the years. That's that's I still use it in church. Great. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. In twenty fourteen, World Library Publications released the album Your Ways. We're gonna listen to a short clip of Gathered in Your Name. Tell us about that song. Um, it very functionally written. You know, when I when I write specifically for Christian music, I tend to usually write for the liturgy um, with that in mind. Um, and so, this "Gathered in Your Name" was uh, written, designed specifically to be a gathering song. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I wanted something that was very um, that you could off- obviously scale down and be very beautiful on its own, but also something that was really high energy um, and can be a, f- a full you know arena. Of people singing it, um, so that's when you hear the woes and stuff like that going on. It's mm-hmm. it's designed so that uh, people hearing it the first time can just just jump right in with that. Um, but yeah, it's very very simple. We are here. We're gathered in your name to receive what we celebrate, and that's a, obviously a reference to the Eucharist. Um, take our fears and take away our shame. That line specifically hits me uh, really hard because it's you know there's so many things that I want to do. Um, in the faith, and but I, I, I have fear. I'm fearful, and I'm, I'm guilty, and I'm, you know, sinful. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's saying, you know, God, like take this all away, so I can just be here in this moment, and, um, you know, just, just sing out to you. So, um, that's why that song was written. Let's listen to another song of that album. Here's a clip of Your Ways, O Lord.
that's a song I really like. So please tell me more about it. it again, it was very. It was written very functionally um, as a responsorial psalm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I I wrote it on my dad's ukulele. Again, one of the many instruments we had, you know, laying around the house. Mm-hmm. I you know probably a Saturday afternoon or Saturday night, getting ready for the liturgy and uh, pick, picked up the ukulele and started kind of writing and. Um, that just kind of came out. And so you can hear that on the recording that there's kind of a ukulele kind of feel to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's verbatim, the responsorial Psalm, which is, uh, you know, by the time I'm getting to this point in, um, my writing is, is the verbatim part is really important to me mm-hmm. and taking less artistic, um, takes on, uh, scripture. Um, so that's kind of why, um, th- those words are, are the words that they are. Um, which I, th- I always feel is really, you know, a lot easier on my end um, to take that scripture and just put music to it and really just kind of pray over what the words are and the, the kind of the feeling it's giving me. Um, and so that takes away half the, the battle of songwriting of, of writing your own lyrics. So I'm very uh, thankful for that. But that, that was fun to um, to record. It's kind of a, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a really happy feel, mm-hmm. um, really joyful feel and I, I was able to bring all the uh, background vocals you hear are uh, my church choir band members that I was able to bring into the studio and kind of mm-hmm. um, have sing that responsorial so it's fun. I want to draw a parallel because when you talked about the, the words it reminds me of uh, Ed Bulldog's project Word for Word yep. where he did the exact language in each song sure so that I can I can honestly see where you're coming from it's a very important thing especially uh I know I know a lot of uh, uh, priests and presiders that insist that there's no paraphrasing and Correct. everything has to be the right way. So I I completely understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, um, we're gonna move forward another year uh, to your current album and 2015 World Library Publications released We Ask of You, and the first clip we're gonna hear is a song called Healing in the Waters. Healing in the Waters is on the album twice. You have a, a, mm-hmm. a primary track and then a remix. Yes. So tell me about the, the first track and why the second one was added. Sure, sure, yeah. So uh, the the first song, Healing in the Waters, um, it's actually the first song on the on the album as well. Um, it was written as a sprinkling rite. Again, mm-hmm. very liturgical. Um, all you sons and daughters, there's healing in the waters. And I looked up on the uh, you know the USCCB and the catechism, like what, what do we teach as... Uh, you know, about our baptism. And so a lot of those words are taken right from the teachings of the catechism, um, which was really important to me again. 
And, uh, you know, one thing that really stood out to me was that, you know, all of our Christian faith, um, all of our Protestant brothers and sisters, we all are united in our, in our common baptism. So I wanted to write a song about, you know, that was about the healing of the water, especially when we need um, healing in our church um, as far as unity. Um, so that one was really upbeat and fun. Um, I, I really like how it turned out. Um, I also, you know, have a remix on, mm-hmm. on the album right. and, uh, you know, we, we live in a time right now, um, where music is just, um, for good or for, for worse, for, for, for better, or for worse. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very disposable. It's very high quality. Um, you know, you and I, we have our albums and our CD collections that right. we're very proud of. You know, I'm getting into vinyl, which is, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> You know, so we have things we're really proud of. Um, the majority of, of consumers of music, um, you know, they listen to a song once and never again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that being said, there's a lot of music out there that's, you know, overly high produced to, to try to get people's attention. Right. And so I didn't, I don't want to write music that is, uh, you know, just really shallow, um, which is funny that we're talking about healing in the waters. Right. Shallow. shallow but, waters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't want to write some, I don't want to write any music that's shallow, shallow and disposable. Um, but at the same time, I did want to write something that might turn somebody's uh, head a little bit who who normally wouldn't have turned their head. Okay. Um, and so I have um, a friend out in, uh, he's in Denver at the time, he's in Nashville now, his name is Chase. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, you know, he's he's a very talented um, digital musician. And I said, I would love for you just to like go crazy with this song and just make it really, really dynamic and um, exciting. And so he said, okay. And, you know, he, he, he really went to town with it. Um, really the only thing, the only couple things that I even recognize are my voice and, um, and maybe a couple little guitar licks here and there. Um, but for the most part, he, you know, rewrote all of the music. It's all digital. And um, he, I think he did a really good job. It's really fun. It's kind of mm-hmm. kind of shocking if you if you're not expecting it. But if you know if you're listening to current radio music now and um, even current Protestant crazy music now, um, I think it would fit right in in there. Um, it just it does kind of feel a little weird, you know, being on a on a, on a Catholic Christian album. So. Okay. Hopefully it does, you know, turn people's heads just a little bit to say, what's going on here? And, you know, <laughs> they, they would then be drawn in um, normally when they wouldn't be. So. Well, I do highly recommend that uh, you listen to the title track and listen to the remix. Yeah. And uh, listen for those changes. Uh, the, the other clip we're going to listen to from this album is This We Ask of You, the title track. Intentions are forever 
talk about this we ask of you yeah so uh, this one was written specifically as kind of a litany of the saints okay and it's uh you know one day when i was you know getting ready for it was either you know confirmation mass or maybe all saints day or something like that um there's great litanies out there and they're Mm -hmm. beautiful and uh you know we you typically invoke one um one saint and we we say pray for us and and that's that's awesome and we we invite them into the room and i think that's great and i thought to myself you know what what if you know in this communion of saints what if we asked more than one saint to get to pray to, to get together and pray for us what would happen if we asked um saint michael and saint sebastian to get together mm. and say you know like i'm 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 hurting in this area or i need help in this area and there's more than one saint who can help me here mm-hmm. um, what would that look like so what i did was i wrote a litany um that calls upon multiple saints for certain um, needs of, of the singer of the church. So, for example, for um, one of the first ones is St. Mary and St. Joseph. And I said, mm-hmm. um, you know, fill our families with love, this we ask of you. Um, you know, because they're the holy family, you mm-hmm. know, St. Mary and Jesus and Joseph. They know about being a holy family. You know, and very often we invoke um, St. Joseph on his own to be a good husband, good father, or St. Mary to be a good mother. But what if we said, hey, can, can you two come together and pray for us that we're a holy family? Um, another one that I really liked is um, John St. John Paul II mm-hmm. and um, John Bosco um, that are both very um, much uh, the patrons of youth and, and, mm-hmm. and youth ministries. Right. You know, St. John Paul II started World Youth Day. And that's something that's very important to me. So what would, you know, now that he's a saint in the community of saints and he's up there uh, with all the saints, what would happen if they got together and prayed for the youth of this world? Mm. Um, mm. You know, in their different, um, you know, ways. They both lived on earth at different times, but they're together in heaven and, they, you know, they're, they're praying for us. Um, and then the last one was, um, you know, I said King David and St. Cecilia. You know, to me, mm. St. Cecilia is the patron of, of musicians, of singers, all that. And King David is just responsible for all the Psalms, whether they're written for or by or, um, you know, of King David. Um, we know that music was really important to him. And mm-hmm. those were the same words that Jesus even sang uh, or recited when he recited the Psalms. Um, so getting those two together to say, you know, I think the thing I say is um, join our voices in God's praises. Mm-hmm. You know, this we ask of you. Um, and also, just as a uh, as a worship director thing, um, it it also is written in a way that it's very adaptable. Mm-hmm. So the first line is calling upon a saint, and then the second line um, is saying "and saint so and so too," meaning as well also. And then you put in your intention for the third line, and the fourth line is always "this we ask of you." So it always kind of rhymes, which mm-hmm. is nice. So. You can use it in any setting, in any specific. We actually at my church used it uh, just recently at the confirmation mass. We had all the kids uh, submit what their confirmation saint name was, and I went ahead and I kind of paired them up and I, you know, put little intentions specific to um, our community um, and asked those uh, saints to pray for us. So, um, really, really kind of a cool uh, thing that kind of happened just out of you know again functionality and. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit coming together and saying, 
uh, let's 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 do something just a little bit different, but at the same time, um, very clear and honest and all that. That's great. And one last thing: where do you see yourself in the next five years? Ooh, um, yeah, I probably still in Kansas City. I okay. love Kansas City. Um, I don't have really many uh, much uh, desire to move out of of that area. My whole family's there. It's where I was kind of born mm-hmm. and raised. And um, praise God that I um, have the opportunity that I do to be able to travel and kind of see things and go places and um, you know do that through my music. Um, but I get to be grounded at at, at home. You know, so many people okay. get displaced. So physically in Kansas City, um, musically. Man, um, I don't know. I don't think five years ago I would know that I would be here in Santa Clara with you. And uh-huh. you know, um, I think I I think my overall goal is to play as much music to as many people as possible. Um, and if that means that tomorrow I'm done forever, like that was all, my goal was I got to as much as I could. So um, yeah, that's a really tough question. I do I do see some more recordings. I think. Um, especially with the music industry, the way it is, um, we're going to have to get creative with how we, we record and, and release music and mm-hmm. all that. Um, I do really see myself writing a lot of liturgical music still. Um, I have just, you know, inspiration all the time uh, for that. So um, I have, you know, two kids at home under the age of five. And um, when I can, I write, but I'm hoping that in the next five years, I'll have a little bit more of a window, Sure. you know, while they're, <laughs> while they're, uh, you know, in school and I have a little bit more free time and, you know, I can ask them to be quiet and they don't start, you know, screaming. Cause that's the hardest part when I'm, uh, when I'm trying to record or anything like that is like just their, you know, being kids and that's fine. So, uh, <laughs> just finding some quiet time is, is tough. So we'll see what happens. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you, Mikey, for joining us today. Absolutely. It's great being here. You've been listening to the World Library Podcast. This podcast is copyright 2019 by World Library Publications, and all rights are reserved. Be sure to subscribe to get all of our episodes. Special thanks to Mary Lou Pollock-Rafferty, the owner of J.S. Pollock and World Library Publications. Jennifer Odegaard is our Vice President and Chief Publishing Officer. Michelle Von Ebers is our Rights and Permissions Manager. Raquel Hernandez is our Marketing Director. Mary Beth Kundi Anderson is our Director of Publications. Deb Johnston is our Productions Manager. And Aditi Garcia is our Customer Care Manager. Albums by Mikey Needleman can be purchased on CD at WLPmusic.com and are also available on iTunes and anywhere digital music is sold. Choral editions and lead sheets of selected songs may be found at WLPmusic.com. To sample any recording by Mikey, visit VoicesAsOne.com. That's VoicesAsOne.com. Special thanks to Mikey Needleman for being our guest today. Our closing song is Go In Peace from the album We Ask of You. I am Larry Van Mersbergen, your host for WLP.
Yeah.